Welcome back to the Die by the Sword podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, we do want to thank Ed and Gavin over at Midnight Syndicate for the use of their music in our show. You can check out their stuff at www.midnightsyndicate.com. We also want to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the use of the ambient sounds that he provides. You can check out his stuff at youtube.com slash swordcoastsoundscapes. Don't forget to check out our website as well at www.diebythesordpodcast.com where you can check out our cast bios, character sketches, our merch store, and more. As always, feel free to reach out to us at diebythesordpodcast at gmail.com and don't forget to leave a great review wherever you listen to us. All right, let's get into the episode. I think it's safe to say after, you know, this is episode 98 plus the couple of special episodes that we've done. We've kind of run out of banter topics to get started. Although oh no. when I say that we, we talk for like 30 to 45 minutes before we ever hit record and get going. I, I always wish that we could record half of those things that we say, but alas, we didn't. Uh, so to get us started this week. I have downloaded a fun app called Poddex, and it's supposed to be like icebreakers and things like that to get you started with uh, interviews or podcasts or whatever. And since we are doing a horror-themed podcast, I thought, let's look at the Paranormal deck and see what it says. Okay. Ooh, is this going to be like another Mary F. Kill, like Frankenstein, Dracula, and the werewolf? <laughs> I mean, it might be. <laughs> So we'll we'll go blind here and just pick the first card that pops up and see what it says. Okay, this is Drumble, this please. is an interesting one and kind of goes back to uh, pretty much most of the show. What do you think ghosts do when they are not interacting with the living? Playing cards. Cards against humanity. Yes, totally. <laughs> Against humanity. <Right? laughs> so I I kind of like, what was that movie called? I know I'm going to ruin a really old movie. Was it The ghost? Others? There is one called The Others. They, oh. didn't, they didn't know they were the ghosts? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it was The Others, yeah, yes. Yeah. That's what I think happens. I think that they just go about their lives, well, afterlives, and then uh, get scared at the living because the living are the ghosts. Mm. I mean, that's, that's fair. I mean, it's also kind of like, at least in the beginning of Beetlejuice, where they don't realize they're Beetlejuice. dead. <laughs> yep. That's but I also like the idea of, of the Beetlejuice world where uh, death is um, the basically the DMV. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but at least with like with Beetlejuice, it's interesting because they, they can only haunt somewhere for so many years. What is it like a thousand years or something like that? That's a really long time. I, I mean, know, but it's not like forever. <laughs> not, in, not in ghost. What years. is a ghost year? Yesterday. I mean that that is true because oh. when they go into the 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 office or whatever, they're gone for like months. When they get back to the house. Oh, that's right. 
because the house is all different that mm-hmm. time. See, growing up, I didn't understand that movie. I was like, why did the time jump? Didn't get it. Uh, why is this over? I want more. Like it did. Did it feel to you like Beetlejuice just 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 decided to end? Didn't have an ending. Mm. I think you just don't know how the movies work, right? <laughs> <laughs> that could be it too. <laughs> the cartoon way made way more sense. Yeah. It had a, a young Philip just right. wondering why all movies have an end. <laughs> yeah, and then what happened? <laughs> Although, have, have any any of you read the original script for Beetlejuice? I have not read no. the original script for anything. Well, the original script, I got to read it recently because since we weren't being, we weren't able to do live theater because of COVID stuff, several of my theater friends decided we were going to get together and do like, you know, Zoom readings of scripts and movies and stuff that we liked. So for Halloween, we did Beetlejuice. That script is completely different than the movie that was produced. Okay, that's great and everything, but who did you play? I played uh, Alec... Oh, let's guess. Okay, go ahead. Oh, never yeah. mind. Wait, <laughs> no, you already said. <laughs> I played Alec Baldwin's character. Ah. Okay. So what was the biggest difference? Uh, every time that they like went outside the door, it wasn't always just the sand dunes and stuff out there with the sandworm. It changed every time they were outside. So like one point it was like these pieces, like these gears of a clock and stuff basically coming at them and almost crushing them. Oh, interesting. And there is bigger chunks of the movie that were just taken out from the script. Hmm. That should be kind of fun, though. Was was there any more um, Calypso songs? Uh, (laughs) There was a whole running theme with the music. It was supposed to be um, like Adam's favorite band. And the reason he was always like working up in the attic is because he always wanted to listen to the music, but she hated the music. So she made him go up there and listen to it. Um, but it was supposed to be every song in the show that you hear was supposed to be one of those from that, the tapes that he would play. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Was there something that stood out to you where you're like, man, this is good. They left this out of the movie. I mean, there's a few things. I mean, I'm glad they changed the music because I feel like the music they had was better. What was it supposed to be before? Was it like, I don't remember because I don't think I had heard of the band it was supposed to be. Oh, so you couldn't tell Mm -mm. us. I wish there was a way for us to find out. You can always look it up, but (laughs) I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) so if i were gonna be in one of those things that you just said uh you know the uh zoom reading of beetlejuice i think uh, i kind of would like to be the dog (laughs) the the dog on the bridge Mm -hmm. Mm. but oh there is there a beetlejuice musical i don't think there is uh, there was oh, one. There might be. Okay. Yes, because uh, I, I, I know they did ads for it. Was and the ads were poking fun that it's not going to last long. You're going to have to get out over here. You know, it's just the dead. <laughs> but but it uh, there there was one. So and I, I'd love to see it. Be, you know, be kind of fun. I mean, I would I would assume it's better than the Spider Man musical was. 
Turn out the dark. <laughs> People getting killed. <laughs> Did anybody die or are they just really, really hurt? I think it just, just got hurt, real hurt. Think, yeah. Or as a unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt said, it was, you know, Spider-Man. So many Spider-Man or whatever. Too many Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> too, too many Spider-Man. <laughs> That's into the Spider-Verse. Come on, man. I love that one. Yeah, that was actually fun. That was a fun movie. What, Into the Spider-Verse? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that was great. But I mean, I love Spider-Man. Right. Almost all iterations. Even Peter Porker? Especially <laughs> Peter Porker. Peter Porker's just fun. <laughs> but especially Scarlet Spider. And actually, I kind of like Venom. I mean, you know, it's just fun. What'd that tongue do? Oh, <laughs> 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 oh, Know what my Halloween costume is going to be? <laughs> oh God, please, yes. <laughs> oh my! But 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 not venom, just the tongue. Just the tongue. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, is this some sort of kiss costume? <laughs> Ooh, another another lovely tongue scene I liked. Uh, okay, when I was a kid growing up, there was this vast rumor that he had a tongue extension done. <laughs> There was always those rumors, those, those, uh, like Paul is dead and tongue extensions and the gerbil thing, the gerbil thing. <laughs> we didn't even have a word for it yet. We just called it the gerbil thing. <laughs> is there a word for it? Yeah. Yes, saying, there is. Is it called Lemmy Wingsing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> And kids, if you haven't seen a South Park in the Lemmy Wink scene, you should. <laughs> now I'm really curious to know what the word is. Uh, I don't know if we can say that. Can I, we? I don't we know. We got an explicit rating. We're fine. <laughs> if we're being explicit, yes, it's called felching. Oh, I uh, thought that was something yeah, I else. That was something else. Oh, same. No, I'd Google it, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want to see it. But. <laughs> You you don't want to see it, and you don't want that kind of stuff popping up on your uh, web browser. No, because right. <laughs> I've always heard of felching referred to something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scared now. <laughs> I believe you both are right. Oh, is it is it migrated? I believe. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, well, it means words both. can have oh, two meanings. Because I would look. I looked it up and I said <laughs> both of those things. I like how. I can't wait to see yeah. my Facebook feed. Why would you look it up on Facebook? <laughs> no, it yeah. catches, you know that. Yeah, it catches yeah. everything you search for. And all of a sudden, you, you search for uh, shoes. And then every shoes, ad on yeah. Facebook is just. But the sad part is, mm-hmm. it's like, no, I just you don't, even, you don't even have to search for it. You just talk about it. And all of your ads are shoes. That's true. That's that true. or like the old people you'll see every now and then where they go to enter a search term and they actually put it in their paste it in their Facebook as their yeah as their yeah as, as their, their status, status. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go on Facebook real quick and see what Keith's is. Make sure it's a <laughs> Keith has now got an Urban Dictionary listing. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that would have been hilarious if he just posted belching. Yep. <laughs> just no preamble, Never. no nothing. The comment, the, com- the comments on that. <laughs> Never let machines auto post. Right. <laughs> Recipe for disaster. I feel like for you, Keith, you get some that wanted to join you and some that were grossed out. 
Right, exactly. And it's so probably. I don't, I don't, he's got a good that. following on Facebook. Don't look up furry felching. <laughs> uh, I'm scared. Uh, I wasn't going to, yeah. and I'm still. I'm still, still not, not going to. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Just hear Phillips' keyboard clicking away. <laughs> I'm not going to look up furry felch. How do you spell that? F E. <laughs> Things I never thought we would talk about on this show. Whoops, we we, we went there. <laughs> Do you think they they did they did the felchings at the Beetlejuice Whorehouse? Oh, definitely, both types. Sometimes at this, <laughs> sometimes both at the like same me. time. I mean, <laughs> I don't think you can have one without the other. So now that that mental image is on my head, so yeah, we're like playing Pathfinder. Such a better game. You wouldn't know it by the band. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is Pathfinder After Hours. <laughs> Pathfinder After Dark. Pathfinder After Dark. <laughs> Ooh, hosted by the Ladies Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just realized, Carla, that you are not a lady, so I cannot help you. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So, anyway, like we were saying, we are playing Pathfinder. And... Uh, we have completed book three. Yay! Hooray. Yay! And we and they all leveled up. They did. And you just came in at that level. No. So I don't get to roll yeah. for for points this time. No, but I I do believe that means we need to roll for some hit points. Yes. Yes. Who wants to go uh, first? Let me see if am I still a D eight or have I moved to a D ten? I don't know. That's up to you to know. You you wait. If you go up in levels, your hit die goes up. As a monk, he does. Oh, I didn't know that. Hey, you still have a cool triceratops. So, how many hit die does that thing have? So, uh, it has half of mine, I think. Um, but uh, I'm a sorcerer, so my hit die is super low. <laughs> so, squishy triceratops. I was about to say, now I'm getting a different mental image of this Triceratops. It's a baby. <laughs> it looks all <laughs> sickly and stuff. Like it, it can barely hold his weight. Just, as it walks up, it just says, walks. help me. <laughs> it's actually the Triceratops from uh, Jurassic Park, the one that was sick and dying. Oh. <laughs> and I already reached into its poop, didn't find any berries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oops. It was actually, it wasn't so the berries. Along, it was like, what's that wheezing? It was the rocks, right? Wasn't it some type of rock that they kept eating? That may have been in the book, not the movie. Okay. I know in the book it was supposed to be a stegosaurus instead of a triceratops. You, you know what came to my mind is in uh, Jumanji, every time the, all the animals run by, and then there's that last one that's way behind <laughs> all the other ones. I think it's a rhinoceros. It's just like... <laughs> like I mean, a rhinoceros is pretty much a modern day triceratops it's just the... it's a biceratops yeah. did your triceratops have asthma <laughs> he got picked on by the other triceratops <laughs> i just imagine your triceratops has a uh, ma- sleeping mask Sleep apnea. <laughs> it's gonna be like man your thing has diarrhea again <laughs> oh no People are going to be able to track us because they're just <laughs> tracking the diarrhea through the through the forest. I don't know why anybody would want to track that, though. Uh, so who wants to go first on their hit points? I'll, I'll go first. All right. And yours is a D8. That's correct. All right. Let's see what this rolls. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. 
I got a six. I got a seven. Heck yeah. Woo! All right. Okay. <laughs> Who's next? This can only be John, I think. Okay. Uh, I got a D8, so let's go with it. Okay. Woo, I got an eight. There you go. I got a three. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with the eight. You don't get to roll yours, or do you just take what you took last time? Thank you. I was just going to go back to my normal. Yeah. Like, everything was back to normal. Because I don't know what it would be after, otherwise, yeah, I guess. Because I don't know what you rolled last time to take yeah. it down to. But that's fine. I can go back up to. Well, I mean, you could just add five for each of the levels you lost to, to figure out what you're. Well, then you just go back to your max. Yeah, whatever. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So hit points are rolled. Uh, and just to reiterate for people, anybody got some cool stuff at this level that they're excited to test out? Uh, I do have a new feat. Mobility. Oh. Yes. So uh, now since my speed has increased and my mobility has increased, uh, I can now dodge. So I get a bonus in or a plus uh, forward AC against attacks of opportunity from movement. Ooh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I'll be able to dance in there and get away. <laughs> you scrappy. Anybody else? No feet. Um, well, I get my bleeding attack back, which is kind of cool, I guess. Did and you? And my skirmisher ability, I get that back. Did you Yay. ever think of, of doing something else? <laughs> also, uh... I think Gary just threatened you. <laughs> what, what, what do you say? For now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Till something else curses you again. Right. Although the fun part will be when your character does turn into a werewolf and I get to use all of your abilities on the party. <laughs> if he turns into a we still got time. That's where my mobility thing's going to come in handy. I'm just saying. He's <laughs> <laughs> just going to run away. <laughs> Very much so. Yes. Do you have to declare mobility or do you, uh, you're just with it? Because if you have to I declare, declare it, mobility, <laughs> I would. Well, I'm gonna say I'm using my mobile mobility feat. Um, uh, will it be? It will be only during my movement. Yeah. So yes. it's it's very specific to because it's when he moves. It's if he moves and triggers an attack of opportunity. Ah, gotcha. So it would be very specific cases. I would tell you what I got new, but that's everything. Everything is new <laughs> for me. Whole new character. Whole new. Well, character. Tell us some of the cool stuff you can do. I mean, um, I can grow fangs that are magic and have poison in them. What? That's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, at first level, I can grow uh, fangs as a free action and bite. And it has poison that uh, can deal damage to their uh, con. So I can deal con damage with my bite. <laughs> Did your character grow up in the uh, Titty Twister bar from in From Dust Till Dawn? <laughs> <laughs> No. So my character is, uh, I think we talked about this last time, um, but yeah, a little it, bit it is uh, a sorcerer uh, with one level of cavalier. So eight sorcerer, one cavalier. And the bloodline is serpentine. So that's that's why that's part of the serpentine oh, bloodline. That's where the fangs come out. Yeah. Yep. And they are treated as magic at this level. So. Hmm. Ooh, so they bypass like damage resistance and stuff? They do. <gasps> That's cool. You get a pl- you know, get one piercing damage. 
Plus the well, poison. <laughs> I think the poison, the poison is is the focus of that. Yes. But see, I have to get close enough to bite somebody. So this is going to be interesting uh, as a um, as a sorcerer. I'm pretty weak in hit points. So if they get close, you're going to bite them. Yeah. How many you got? Uh, maxed out at 84. Oh, you got like way more than I do. Well, I mean, yeah. you're a level lower than me. <laughs> yeah. Making note, make all of my bad guys immune to poison. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's okay, because I can also uh, do something, because I'm a Sauron champion, which means I ride dinosaurs. Um, I can extend a challenge to foes that are two sizes larger or a colossal foe. Mm-hmm. And a challenge just means that I... Uh, I um, lower their AC for my attacks. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. So here's something else. So um, because I have armor and am a sorcerer, we haven't done this before, but there is a... Spell uh, failure chance. There's a spell failure chance, yeah. Oh, no! So I do um, have arcane armor training. Mm-hmm. So with this spell failure, um, okay, so in some systems I've seen uh, people had a possibility of turning into a potted plant. Is that what we're talking here? <laughs> no, it's, it's not oh. that. It's just that I lose the spell, basically. It doesn't go off. Oh, okay. We, you know, we were playing a game and every time there was the possibility, we were like, come on, roll the die, roll the die. We want to see you go turn into a potted plant. <laughs> I mean, we could set that if you roll a specific percentage then you turn into a potted plant. Yeah, there you go. And because of dwarfy, it would be 69. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and the plant would be ivy. You know of course, that, right? <laughs> so you said you can ride dinosaurs, plural. Does that mean like just any dinosaur you can tame and start riding? Basically. So if, if, if Pablo dies, then I can get another one if I wanted to doesn't have to be the same it just i can i can get just like you can get another familiar or you can get another um animal companion i can get another rideable dinosaur trying to figure out what the uh the spell spell failure percentage how do i find that should say with the armor what your arcane spell failure chances okay so because i have the uh arcane armor training it's only five percent oh that's not bad so when you cast spells, you'll just need to roll a d100, and if you roll a five or below, then potted plant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Above that, you're fine. We'd be in like battle, and like, where'd our wizard go? Oh, he's a potted plant right now. Hold uh, on. I'm a sorcerer. <laughs> Wizards sorcerer. are nerds. <laughs> sorcerers. <laughs> just look for the magic. Just hire. look for the random ivy. And just give him a few rounds and he'll be back to normal. Uh, any exciting things for your character, Keith? Okay, so turning level nine, I got to add one spell and one feat. And for my feat, I chose mini shot. Mm. Uh, mini, mini or Manny? Manny. Nah. So now every my first shot every time is two arrows. So I think that's like pretty Robin sweet. Like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. That is, yeah. That's pretty, sh- yes. Yeah. 
So now if <laughs> I have I have two arrows on my first attack, if I take a full attack, I get a second attack. And then I also have another feat that says I get a third attack if I use the full attack. So I'm just like raining arrows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's going to be pretty sweet. Yep. Ooh, and if I cast haste Dark on you. Skies. Oh, that's true. And then I get another attack after the other attack. Oh! <laughs> And then he's about to blot out the sun, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then for my spell, I chose uh, magic weapon greater. Um, so that gives me plus one uh, on my damage and attack rolls. So per four caster levels. So that's going to be pretty sweet because you keep trying to kill us. So having <laughs> that, that's going to really help hit hit all these really tough uh, bosses you're throwing at us. Mm-hmm. Get that magic on there. That's right. So Put some stank on it, bro. Make make my make my bow magic, and then bane it, and then have twenty five uh, arrows. I'm good to go. Sounds but simple. But then you know, only like two of them are going to hit, so it'll be fine. Well, true. Or you're going to be like, "What kind of arrows?" And when you ask that question, I just want to. <laughs> I just want to leave. To be honest with you, <laughs> wouldn't I just want to pack up my arrows and go? You know. Because that means not all that damage is going through. I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I mean, there's sometimes <laughs> that they will, but like against uh, uh, Aran Vrood, the reason I kept asking is because he had DR10 adamantine. So you need, a, you need an adamantine weapon in order to bypass. Or plus five magic. Yes. And we, we haven't really got to do a whole lot of shopping. So next time we get to a um, like a weapon store, I'm going to buy a plethora of different uh, arrows, so I'm ready for anything. All right. <laughs> and you can it, fire it's... so many arrows at a time, you're going to need to hire a guy to carry all of them for you. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. I need like a little triceratops of my own that just carries my things of arrows. <laughs> yeah, you a little arrow caddy. <laughs> a little arrow caddy. <laughs> it's a quiver chop, quiver triceratops. Right. Quiver raptor? <laughs> like, like the triceratops like can talk, and he's like, I think... On this monster, I think you really need a, uh, I think yes. you really need an antimantium arrow. And I'm like, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah. And then I shoot it, and it doesn't work. And I'm like, you're terrible. Slap it. <laughs> yeah, I think the worst cat ever. I think the dinosaur you're looking for in this case is a quiver cutlass. Oh. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know. I kind of love the idea of Keith really having a quiver caddy with him <laughs> to suggest shots. I mean, you guys, that is, you do have like the animate dead spells that y'all haven't used or anything that y'all found you could always just you know animate some corpse no, to carry your stuff for you remember we broke we broke that because both uh cabal and and uh jenny don't don't like that they don't like necromancy i'm just saying it was an, it okay. was an option <laughs> <laughs> yeah they didn't so even want it, to sell those things an option or a wasted opportunity <laughs> Could have just had this lumbering caddy carrying all of your stuff. Basically, his dialogue is <gasps> doing the doing the whole three pick number three, my lord, but holds up five fingers. But like on two different hands, right? But then, but then, like I, I reanimate it to carry my stuff. But then I walk up, and then Phrasma's just sitting there with her arms crossed, like mm-hmm. tapping, her, yeah. tapping her finger. She's like. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Someone's not going to the bone throne. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> She's like, she says, I'm not mad. 
I'm just really disappointed in you. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so that, that actually brings up a question that I have. So like paladins and clerics can get out of favor with their gods. Is it the same thing for inquisitors? I mean, I, I don't say I think so. Yeah. Uh, but it's been so long since I've looked at an inquisitor. Is there an ex inquisitor section in that? Like there is with an like an ex cleric or an anti paladin or something like that. It yeah, I read up on it and it does say that the um, some inquisitors just leave their leave their gods and go on their own ways and stuff like that. So I don't know. It really didn't talk about like getting thrown out, but it talked about just leaving the church. Ah, uh, so you you broke with her. She didn't break up with you. Right. There you go. <laughs> She's like, you're fired. And I'm like, I quit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Snapping arrows over your knee. <laughs> you don't own just re- me. <laughs> yeah. Just reanimating every dead thing I can find. <laughs> I'll show you. Yeah. No, your 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 boy Lamashtu. I'm gonna see what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there we go. So, an inquisitor cannot cast spells of an alignment that is opposed to their own or their deities. Um, an inquisitor who slips into corruption or changes to a prohibited alignment loses all spells and the judgment ability. There you go. And so, Ooh, so I gotta watch my P's and Q's. Right. Yeah. So she don't throw me out. Phrasma don't like your corpses. <laughs> Although there, there <laughs> is the option of, uh, with the GM's permission, an ex-Inquisitor taking the heretic archetype, Ooh. which would gain certain abilities. Uh, we, we might explore that down the line. Maybe. If, if the dead become too much and we can't beat them and just join them, you know? They become a heretic. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, all right, well, this didn't work. I'm out. <laughs> But then we would have to point at you and yell out heretic all the time. Ah, that's a small price to pay to not be dead. (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) I mean, I guess. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Are you guys continuing your journey toward uh, Thrushmore and following the two, you know, dark riders? Absolutely. Thrushmore it is. Yes. We need to stop Way. these dark riders. Um, also, also have a question: Do we ever get those heart pieces? The heart pieces, what we're chasing down. There are some that uh, you are chasing down. You have part of it, so, and then the other part of it is on its way to Thrushmore. So the wolves didn't get closure. Is basically it, right? Right. So we just left that. We ruined their their little wolf politics and just skipped town. Well, you're still technically working yeah, we, on it. Yeah, because they need the whole heart, or or. You know, yeah, yeah, but that's funnier if we're just like, sorry, guys, uh, we gotta go, <laughs> you're not gonna get it, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, technically, you and you we... do still have a future werewolf in your party, so you may be connected to that, just about that to say. anyway. <laughs> that's true, so he can't eat wolfsbane anymore to cure it. I would have to look up uh, curing using wolfsbane, I know it is a like theorized. Um, cure. You do risk taking uh, poison damage, though, basically from it. What we could do, though, is just let him turn and then find all the heart pieces and then let him eat them all, and then we rule we rule the world. To be honest, it's true. I it's mean, so I'm kind of game for that. You know, we I can we bring all the tribes to heal under me. That's right. 
and then we go accomplish our goals. They're like, he's been like a werewolf for like a week. How could he? <laughs> why is he ruling all of us? Because <laughs> yeah. he ate heart. Because uh, he ate the heart, bitch. You didn't eat the heart? <laughs> he ate the heart. Yeah. I'm like that manager who got promoted. <laughs> he's new and didn't really know much. He didn't eat the heart, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So based on looking at this, looks like most of the lore for um, using Wolfsbane you uh-huh. would have to find the right way to prepare it. Sauteed like spinach. Um, or like a tea. Yeah, instead of like just Ooh. instead of just eating it. It has to be prepared. Um and it's still very dangerous to, to try it. I mean you've died a ton of times, so I mean I'm willing to take the risk. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be hilarious if he we we did the wolf spain thing, he takes it and he dies. He just that's straight what, up di- <laughs> That's what kills yeah. him. Yeah. Everything else you've been fine, but this is what kills you. Yeah, death door several times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eat a plant. Done. Mm-hmm. Done. That's it. Yeah. the The most surefire way to cure it, though, is to find a cleric that is twelfth level or higher to cast remove curse. Where are we gonna find one of those? I mean, that's like a dime a dozen, right? Every street right. corner. I mean, mm, it would be like a Starbucks. It would be pretty high. Not a Starbucks, but like a Red Lobster type situation. Mm. <laughs> well, how would you jump from Red Lobster to Starbucks? <laughs> I mean. I would have went with you know, Dunkin' Donuts or some <laughs> other coffee spot. In this case, is the Starbucks the good one? Or is Dunkin' Donuts the good one? Yeah, see, mm-hmm. that's why I didn't try to go oh. to another coffee place. <laughs> Seattle's best. Which is part of the Starbucks Corporation. Oh. Can we just bring back like the old coffee house? I liked coffee house. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Anyway, it would, a twelfth level cleric will be hard to find. That's um, going to be in your like larger cities. So any of these like small okay. villages, even if they have a market and stuff, or if they have temples, the clerics there may not be twelfth level. So okay, can we compromise? Can we compromise? Like we go into the town and roll Two a percentage die. No. <laughs> 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 Roll a percentage die to see if there is one in town. We could potentially try that. I know in this area, the best place to try to find a 12th level cleric would be in Caliphas. You'd basically have to bypass Thrushmore, which is where you're heading to go to Caliphas. So if we're going to do the the odds thing, what are the odds? Like, if when we get to a town, are you going to set it up then, or? Um, I'll look at the the towns along your pathway, um, and look at their uh, population because it's going to be based on. Okay. That. Okay. The larger towns will have a, a better chance of having the higher level. Right. But looking at this map, you can at least see where you know where all this adventure path has taken you starting when book one at raven grow and then up to lepishtad through the shutterwood Shutterwood, to chastel over to the furrows now you're going back down to thrushmore so you're getting the full you know ustalov experience this way so yeah uh so is the plan to just head straight to thrushmore or are you planning a detour well, we were going to go through Carrion Hill, um, but did we decide if we we're going through the mountains or uh, through the woods? You mean to get to Carrion Hill? To, to get, get to Hyannis. To get to Hyannis, because Carrion Hill, I mean, wouldn't take us that far off the beaten path to take the other fork. 
True. Oh, I see what you're saying. I think the only way to get to Hyannis is through the mountains, though, right? Or no? Yeah. yeah. Or, or that's the one that has la- laid out. Oh, to Hyannis? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. either... I was... My, it's, my goal was Thrushmore. Yeah. It's either going around oh, through Hyannis to Thrushmore or going to, down through Redleaf around Lantern. Could we... we know anything about the area of what would be the easier route for us? Well, I have a dinosaur, so for me, I'm voting Redleaf because uh, climbing a mountain he handle the mountain. Yeah, no, <laughs> he gets mo- he gets altitude sickness really bad. Uh, then he likes eating. Need some drama. Meat. He likes eating red leaves. <laughs> All right. So it sounds like the like at least the first part of the plan is to head toward Carrion Hill, and from there decide if you're going through Hyannis or through Redleaf. Yeah, and through the mountains yeah. or through the forest. Indeed. Okay. Uh, so even though this this map looks like it's really close, it's still going to take you a little while to get to Carry and Hill. Um, so it would give you time to uh, camp out at least once along the way. Uh, so yeah. So you've set forth from uh, Feldgrau through the furrows. Um, you know Carry and Hill is pretty close, but... You won't get there before the end of the night, so you guys decide to make camp for the evening. Um, whoever wants to go ahead and roll a survival check to see if you find a good place to, to set up camp. I got a six on that. Let me try. I got 17. We'll go with that one. <laughs> better than cats i'm a i'm a city cat clearly (laughs) all right so with the 17 uh you find a a decent spot to to set up camp it's not not the best spot but it's it's decent it'll work Uh, so you set up your your tents and your your fire pablo's just eating grass and stuff Yeah, do you have to feed him anything else, or is he just good with grass? I mean, like oats or whatever? Yeah. Nah, it's grass. So, yeah, I can't go to the desert or he'll die. It's grass. He'll eat the flowers. He just eats plants. Do you remember, uh, did you see the land before time? <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh, think more Spike, not yep, Sarah. Yep. <laughs> no, I don't like to think about Ducky. <laughs> that was sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, think more Spike... Just eating and quiet, and he's just there. Grinning with a big old mouthful of grass. Exactly. Can we pet him? I mean, yeah. You can pet anything at least once. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you still have a hand is another story. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a, he's a good dino. A gentle, not giant? That's yes. Also the first. <laughs> yeah. He is a baby. So as adventurers, is this the first dinosaur y'all have seen? Yes. Oh. I can definitely 100%. say that for Diego, he has not seen a dino before. Yeah, Shabair came from a, from a pretty large city, and so he's not ever seen anything like this except for... He's heard of it through traveling, like, but he doesn't never seen one before. But isn't Cabal from where the dinosaurs live? That's right. Yeah. So, I'm in, so I'm this in, is a, I'm a dime a dozen. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm infatuated with him because I'm like, my home! Cabal's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know how many of these things I've eaten? <laughs> it was a desperate time. Just looking at it turns into like one of those turkeys <laughs> like in the cartoons uh-huh 
Bronto burgers. Mm. So I'm going to be doing what I do every night, and that is sharpening my sword, making sure that my baby eats, and that's it. Getting ready for tomorrow. But not preparing spells because I'm not a nerd like a wizard. <laughs> All right. So Shabair sees she's, you know, kind of doing her own thing, but he, he kind of goes and waits for her to kind of notice him just to see, make sure he's not intruding on her personal time. Well, she does see you doing that. And she is going to go and just roll her eyes and keep doing what she's doing. Coming from where she comes from, she comes from Last Wall, which is a very militarized culture. She is used to male attention that's unwanted. Mm. So any attention that she's given, she is wary of. All right. Uh, he sees that he, she's not very, uh, she's kind of doing her own thing, but he, he, he does want to tell her. He's, I'm sorry to bother you. I just wanted to, to thank you for, for what you did back there of helping us out. It, I don't think I'd be standing here today if it wasn't for you. No, you're welcome. Any chance that I have to kill the undead, I'm going to take it. And I'm so glad that I hooked up with you guys because, like, the Whispering Tyrant, he needs to be taken down. And we, and I couldn't do it by myself. We all have, we, we were all brought together by these strange dreams. And this has been quite the journey for all of us. The, uh, the one who tied us all together is, she's, he, she, they're, they're dead and I, I won't stop until they're avenged. Uh, Diego has been meditating and he will rise, walk over and say, I agree, we need to stop this tyrant. The whispering way is a problem that should go away. No, I agree. I mean, that's where I grew up, like. The whole town, it was all about protecting against that dude and what he stands for and all that. But that was like hundreds of years ago and everyone's forgotten. So I'm going to stop it. What do you know of the Whispering Tyrant? He, We've not heard of him. We knew, do know of the Whispering Way. Well, wait, the Whispering Tyrant, thats he's fucking bad news, man. Um, so... I don't know a whole lot, just like what was like painted on walls and whatever, but um, I know that he's like the main dude, right? He's what what Last Wall was built for. Okay, if I stop him, like I said, maybe they'll take me seriously. Well, we will endeavor to aid in your attempts. Well, thank you, but like, so you said that you came together because you all dreamed it. Before this, none of us knew who each other were, and we we shared the same dream or vision. I don't know what you'd want to call it. It's very intense. And that included our companion, Renly, but he is no more. Well, yeah, you gave him to those werewolves, right? Yes, that is... He, it was his companion. It's, it, we'd, we'd hope they would know where to, to contact his people and give him a bidding burial. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's always hard. Yes, we've had a few losses on this road. A few? Like two, three, four? Well, just two. It's not, so, you know, it's not, let's not make a big deal. I mean, they're dead. How can two you and not a half make a... if you want to count me that I died a few times. Oh. So you're like, 
the mascot or <laughs> uh, I've been cheating death and I'm waiting for it to catch up to me one day. Cabal walks over after after praying and he says to Jobert, I'm not gonna let that happen. Thank you, Sue God. You are also one of the only reasons I stand here today as well. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> the cat does chuckle at that. Diego will say, along the way, we need to find some help from clerics. Our friend here did not fare well with the werewolves. What's that supposed to mean? Chaubert looks uncomfortable with the uh, way that this is turning. He's like, uh-oh. He was bitten. That means you're a werewolf too? Not yet. We've been able to hold it off. Okay. I still got time, but nah, it is running out. So what do we have to do? We need to find a cleric of sufficient skill okay. to remove this curse. Well, or or hear me out. <laughs> no, just we need to find a cleric of sufficient skill to remove this curse. So how do we find one? Do does it need to be like uh, like? God specific or just anybody can do it. So Cabal says they just need to be sufficiently skilled. It doesn't matter the God. We just want to save him. Well, that's good. That's good. Right? Yeah, but it's yes. it's getting really close to the time. So is there like like a is there a plan like if we don't make it in time? We have some wolfsbane that it is poison, but if we have to, we will try it. So it's like find a priest or eat poison. Yes, you got it. Cool. Okay. Well, I mean, let's get some sleep. Maybe we can head out early tomorrow. Who's going to keep watch? I'll take the first watch. I've just finished meditating. I'll do second. I'll take third. I get to go to sleep. <laughs> you know what last watch is the best watch because you just go to bed early and wake up right exactly yeah <laughs> second and third are suckers that's right yeah that's true you just nap and then you have to get up again and then just nap again it's terrible mm-hmm. all right uh so i guess you guys are going to sleep got our first watch uh so Whoever has first watch, go ahead and roll your perception check. Perception is a seven. We'll see what we get. Twelve. <laughs> Not so great. Not so great. Uh, you, For some reason, you get distracted while you're watching. You see, like, a red dot on the ground or something that you start chasing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sniper, you fool! <laughs> uh, but cat's worst enemy <laughs> but luckily you make it through your watch without anything crazy happening you never catch the dot though damn it it's always tomorrow <laughs> all right who's got second watch uh, it's me 22 all right so you are able to stay awake and you're watching and You hear everything, including the snoring, happening near you. 
coming from Pablo. <laughs> That's the Triceratops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you make it through your watch uneventfully. Cool. Next up. Would be moi. And... Is 21. 21. All right. So you're alert and watching and nothing seems to be happening. Um, you do notice the sun is starting to come up during your watch just based on the time. Uh, but nothing out of the ordinary. Right. Cabal wakes up all rested. <laughs> full, full of vigor. Oh, yes. 28. 28. So you got a really great night's sleep. You're wide awake and watching everything. What you notice is that it's almost like even though it's like the morning is coming in, it's starting to get darker. Like the cow the the <sighs> like the cow? Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, wow. Uh, the the clouds just start like rolling in and this rain just kind of starts to fall but it just it's like it appears out of nowhere right just a phantom storm just out of out of the blue mm-hmm. that's my dj name <laughs> phantom storm <laughs> the phantom storm <laughs> you're listening to <laughs> the cool sounds of phantom storm so how, how hard is it raining? Does it start light and then go to like pouring or is it just all of a sudden just downpour? It, it kind of grows like as the, the, the storm builds around you, but like a bass beat. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but you also notice that the weird thing about the clouds is they don't just they're not moving in a typical weather pattern. It's almost like they're circling and just kind of growing yeah. outward as they circle. Oh, are we fighting a tornado? We are in the eye of the tornado. (laughs) Okay, well, Cabal will go wake up the party and point to the clouds and let them know what's happening. Wake up, man. Wake up. Wake up. (laughs) And then we see uh, an emu running. Yeah. Followed by a dog. Followed by Gary. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's a callback to episode 94, listeners. (laughs) And on the other side, you see two cows flying back and forth. Move. Move, dude. We have cows. Oh, there's another cow. Actually, I think that's the same one. Same cow. <laughs> All right, so so we're up then. Like, This is pretty, pretty weird. Um, I guess we start packing up our stuff real quick. But is there anything else for us to notice? It's all you notice as of right now. Is it above us? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely above you. Like the circling's happening, like right above yeah, us. I mean, it's not like just centered around you, but it, it's above. It's, oh. Yeah, it's above you, and it's like the storm is growing outward. Ooh, okay. Are there any caves, any shelter nearby that we could take? Uh, not that's like immediately nearby. Um, uh, you can move a bit closer to like Carrion Hill and probably find uh some caves because the mountains kind of start around there. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's what we want to do. We want to. It looks like a bad storm, and we want to get out of the storm, so that's my boat. We'll head that way. Yeah. Press, yeah, let's press on. All right. Uh, so you make your way toward Carrion Hill, and um, it's getting, like, 
because of the amount of rain, it's getting hard to see the road in front of you. Uh, give me a survival check to see if you stay on path. Eleven. Ten. Nobody else? What are we rolling? Survival. 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 Twenty-nine? Oh, there you go. Oh, there Ooh. you go. <laughs> so, Jenny and Diego start to veer off, like, in the wrong direction, but... Damn red light! <laughs> Cabal is able to uh, get you all back on track and heading toward Carrion Hill, and even finds a pathway where you can continue moving forward, but mostly stay covered, either through trees or through the, the rock formations. Nice. So you're able to make your way into Carrion Hill, but it's like this storm just follows you the whole way there. But as you pay attention to it, you realize it's more like you're walking deeper into the storm as opposed to it following you. And as you get into this this town, you notice that the city seems like almost all but deserted. You don't see very many people. Even like the places where you'd normally see like birds, you know, eating, you know, on the edges of buildings and stuff. They're all gone too. You see some like crows and stuff flying, circling around the town, cawing menacingly. Shops are closed. You don't see any beggars on the street. And this rain just continues to fall heavily. The the streets are like drenched in rain and through some of the alleyways you even see like almost like little rivers running through the city. And as you're you're walking through, you're you're suddenly stopped by this this man that runs out, he's like, Help! Help! Carrion Hill needs heroes. Men of uh, and women of, of stout heart and bravery are, are asked to, to come to, to Crown Manor with, with all haste. There you will receive a task worthy of your skill and, and talents and, and, and a reward, reward uh, suitable for your magnific- magnificence. Please, please make Haste to Crown Manor. Please make haste. And he runs off. As he, like, kind of is there and running away, can I sense his motive? Yeah. Go for it. Okay. 16. 16. Um, you know he's not, like, meaning any ill will. He's, uh, he's mostly just scared. So that was weird, right? Very weird. But this may also lead us to the cure we need for Jobert. Okay, but, like, if he needed our help, then why did he run away? We could go with him, and we could ask him questions. I think he's looking for more people. More than... Yeah, so he ran the complete opposite way of the town, yes. right? I mean, we could go. You want to go? If there's people who need our help, this could be the work of the Whispering Way and lead us further towards the Whispering Tyrant. Well, vamos. Let's go. All right, so you make your way toward uh, Crown Manor. So is it still just raining on yeah. us? So Honestly. The storm is unshakable. It's it's just setting on top just, of us, it's right? It's just sitting there. Hope you like the rain. You've moved to Seattle. <laughs> Diego, how you liking that rain, bud? Oh, <laughs> no one likes a wet cat. <laughs> I wouldn't say no one. Um, so do... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right. So you guys are deciding to go to Crown Manor. Absolutely. Yes. We are going to fight these uh, monsters. Royal Crown Hopefully. Manor. Very good. Also realizing that you know none of you have probably been to Carrion Hill before. You don't know what Crown Manor is. That's true. Is there like a directory? I feel like Chabert assumed it would just be the biggest place in. Yeah, <laughs> you don't see any people around. So just just give me like a basic wisdom check. Basic wisdom. Yeah. Sixteen. Ooh, I also got sixteen. I got a three. <laughs> <laughs> so Chabert thinks it's down an alley, and Cabal and Jenny are like, it's probably that big building over there. It's a little, sh- little shack, and he's like, no, it's right here. It's got to be this. <laughs> Guys, are you sure? <laughs> I got a 19. Hey, hey that's go. better. And then Diego confirms, yeah, it's definitely, that's the only one that looks like a manor. So let's go for that one. So you make your way through. The water is still just pouring down on you, basically walking through ankle-deep water at this point with how much rain you've been getting. But I, I, have, a que- I have a question. Uh-huh. H- how high off the ground is your uh, Triceratops? I mean, is he going to drown in this water? No, 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 (laughs) no, no, he's not going to drown. I don't think he's going to drown. Not on my watch. He's five by five. He's a little tiny. I'm afraid he's going to (laughs) drown. No, I could put a little scuba thing on him. (laughs) Got a little little snorkel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You just see eyes and a scuba thing. That's Mm -hmm. it. Well, and and his little frill at the top. So it kind of looks like a shark. And little floaties. (laughs) Floaties. That's just ridiculous. So, yeah, as you guys start approaching uh, what you believe to be Crown Manor, uh, you see two what look to be guardsmen dressed in black leather armor and and chains, and they're wielding bows and, and long swords. Uh, they're standing guard at the door to this building, and they, they look very somber. But as you start to approach, their expressions just change and start to like light up with looking like they're filled with hope that people have arrived and they start waving you to to run up and come to them let's just say to my party you know whenever i take these side gigs i'm never greeted like that never they seem too excited huh yeah no totally they they wave you forward and you guys follow them inside this manor you're taken into the the great hall you're just dripping everywhere on this nice luxury carpet and everything in here. But uh, in this great hall, there are several members of this guard that, that look the same way as these other guys do. And there's a very distracted and worried looking man kind of he's tapping his fingers on the on the, the armrest of this tall backed chair. And then he he looks up and he sees you and he straightens up for a second and says, well, at least we've got a few backbones still upright in this place. And then gestures for you to join him at the the seats here in the, the Great Hall. But we're still, like, wet, right? Yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> please, please. I don't care. I'm hot. I mean, I'm cold. <laughs> please sit down here by the fire. You can try to dry off a bit by the fire. <clears throat> I, I do thank you for attending here in our hour of need. Carrion Hill has a long history of battle, yet always before its enemies have attacked from outside our walls. We are fortified to defend against such attacks, but now we face an entirely different threat. Our enemy is already here, 
dwelling in the tunnels and catacombs below and surfacing to strike without warning. Are they rats? It's like tremors. <laughs> oh, tremors. Oh, that scene in the basement in the rumpus Raboids. room where the dad from family ties and Reba <laughs> McIntyre kill one with oh, all yeah. those guns. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the best. Now, I don't know how long you have been in town and, and what you have heard, but the first of these attacks occurred early this morning when something huge came up from below in part of the tangles called the, uh, the Slipper Market. Partially destroyed a building and killed half a dozen locals before retreating into the ruined structure. Now the crows here, uh, that's the guard here, uh, they were swift to reply, led by our very own Commander Garrus, but when they arrived, they were slaughtered to the last one. Since then, this thing has moved on, surfacing no less than three other times in different parts of the city crushing buildings from below and slaying anyone it finds inside. Now, I've got the entire force of the City Watch in reserve, and with each new event, they respond very quickly, but the damage is always done by the time they arrive. Now, already there is talk of war and invasion, but I I still believe that what we face is one single horror. If we can only figure out what it is, we might be able to defeat it. And this is where your group comes in. This horror has moved on from its initial point of entrance, but if you can explore the ruins in the Slipper Market, perhaps you can find some sort of clue to tell us what we face. Now, I I cannot spare any of my crows here to aid you, but... If you indeed can find something, anything, about this monster from below, I will pay you 1,500 gold pieces for solid information, and then twice that for aiding and defeating the horror. What do you say? So like 4,500 for all of it? Yes, that is what I'm saying. Why don't we make it five? It's a nice round number. Roll a uh, diplomacy. Let's see what I did. 18. 18. Hmm. I could be perhaps convinced. Now, you would have to provide very compelling information, and you would have to defeat this monster once and for all. Is that something you fear that you can do? Surely somebody's seen this monster. What What does it look like? I personally have not seen it, but... Um... What ever did emerge, this is what I've heard from some of the other crows and some of the people around town, it it was certainly the size of a giant. And judging by the extent of the damage that it inflicted, uh, those who saw the events have, have difficulty describing it. It was as if the buildings were just pulled apart from within. Uh, some few who saw more say that the creature itself was strangely hard to see as if it kept to the shadows or or even might have been invisible so this is totally tremors right this is tremors man it sure sounds like it um does this sound familiar to any of us do we have any inkling anybody of what it no uh, what could do that do is there a role that we can do yeah that's what i'm kind of getting at uh this doesn't really sound like anything y'all have heard of 
I mean, you can ask him a few more questions about it to get more information, but it's nothing that you would instantly know, ah, that's what this is. You haven't seen it, so you don't know what it looked like, right? That is correct. But has any, and and nobody has really seen it. There's nobody in town that can tell us, hey, you're looking for, for like a monster. Well, not exactly. They, it has attacked multiple times and it is, I, I can say this, that in each of the cases and the resulting pit that it creates, um, there's been this, like, foul-smelling slime that kind of stays behind. So it just makes gakas and goes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that. I mean, I suppose. It's like it, it, it exists just to destroy. Do you have any samples of this slime? Uh, no, we we do not. But you should be able to find some uh, if you explore the the areas that uh, it has attacked. Now I got another question. Yes. Is it always this rainy? No, this is something that is new. So, like, how how new? Like, just today, or has it been here a couple of days? Uh, I mean, it's been raining for probably a few hours. I mean, we, we get rain here, but it, it, it usually doesn't last this long. So, would any of us know with a survival check or with any other check that this this rain should have been gone uh, already? Yeah. yeah, you could do a survival check on that. See what you yeah, know. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a survival check on that. Um, that's a good one. Twenty five. Twenty five. So yeah, you you would know that this rain is not natural. Because a, a normal storm would build up and then blow through. It wouldn't just basically sit on top of the town. So, like, the the rain, that has nothing to do with the, the monsters, right? They don't line up, right? Well, now that you mention it, they did seem to start around the same time. A couple hours ago? Yeah, it was probably early, early this morning when the rain started, and then early this morning was when the first attack happened at the Slipper Market. Can you show us where the slipper market is? Um, I will. I will gladly send a, a a pair of my crows here to to lead you there to the to the market. Whenever you're ready to go. So, how many people has this thing killed so far? Dozens, and by that I mean dozens at each location. Just killed some of the the townsfolk here. Just, just killed the crows. This thing must be stopped. So, what buildings did it get? Well, let's see. It um, it doesn't specifically say what buildings. Okay. My train of thought was like, if somebody summoned it, was there a pattern in the building? Like we're going with that. The uh, the first attack was definitely at the uh, the the slipper market. That is um, it's in the tangles over on the stormway steps. Uh, it's on the the lower western slope of the hill, and then there have been two additional incidents since then. Uh, both have been on the western slope, and um, each of those involving houses just crumbling into the sinkholes. Now, what I, I do fear is the the public here has not been made aware of the exact nature of these attacks yet, and uh, that is that is by design. See, we I fear that if the citizens believe that their their homes do not offer them any protection, then 
Carrion Hill would be covered in panic that would just spiral out of out of control. I mean, to be fair, I would panic too if monsters ate everybody on the west side. <laughs> Can you think of any reason or anything that ties these locations as targets of attack besides being on the west side? Mm, not precisely. Although Carrion Hill does sit atop the foundation of, of dozens of cities. You see, the, the hill here is, is riddled with tunnels and chambers that no one has ever fully mapped. Although, even, even if this beast is invisible, something this size must be able to be seen, even with this you know, ongoing rain when it moves through the streets. So that's why, since nobody seems to be able to see it, it makes me think that it's attacking from the tunnels below. Perhaps it comes from the Darklands, but I'm I'm unaware of any of the actual entrances to that subterranean realm under the hill. That's going to be my next question. <laughs> but if if you choose to explore for us, then perhaps you might find that entrance to the Darklands or something else and be able to help protect Carrion Hill and save our town. Well, I mean, I would really like to stop the death, so... We can help. Sure. But there's there's like nothing you're not telling us, right? There's not like an occult somewhere, some somebody who is messing around with things he they shouldn't be messing around with. There is not to my knowledge. Can I roll a sense motive on him? Yeah. That's what I was about to do too. Oh, well, <laughs> let's do it both. Let's get him. Okay. Okay, you ready? All right. Uh, double up. Ooh, 2021. Oh, <laughs> pretty close. Uh he, he, he is unaware of any cults or anything in in town, so he's telling the truth that he is not aware of anything. All right. What if I said this? What if I said the whispering way? What about them? Do you know anything about them? I know that they are a cult of undead, loving mercenaries who worship the whispering tyrant. But everybody knows that. I mean, yeah. But nothing, they're not in town, they don't have a convention, they're they're not here, right? I have not seen any Whispering Way here, but I haven't, I haven't really been in town, you know. Wait, you don't live here? No, I, I, I live here, but I like, I, I stay here a lot of the time in the manor, and then I may go into town occasionally, into the shops and stuff, but yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, he rich, rich. He fresa, yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Well, show us the slippery mar- market. So no, before before, we... you, before you do that, who goes into town for you, like for your errands and whatever? <laughs> I I send the crows. So your soldiers go buy you toilet paper. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I guess they're gonna show us around, and I'd like to ask the crows what they saw, what they've. Seen. Well, before we, you know, we agree. It's like we. I think we do want to help you, but we are also in need of some supplies well what what kind of supplies would you be looking for well i i, I do know that we need some some arrows because <laughs> i'm getting i'm real low on that too <laughs> <laughs> oh oh yeah yes yes uh well you should be able to find um any of the the weapons that you you need at the slipper market well what's left of it anyway and easy pickings. Also, also do you have a 
a priest that we could speak to? Uh, we we do. We have we have a priest of Phorasma here in, uh, in in town. Oh, you do. Yes. I mean, most most of Ustalov follows Phorasma, so I mean, most towns will have at least a small little sanctuary of of Phorasma. Of course, yeah. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> um, so what? Okay, so this is our first test. You know, this is going to be our first roll to see if there is someone high enough to help us. Mm-hmm. What do you have the percentages? Do you know what it's going to be? No, but I mean. I'm going to tell you that it's not going to be here. This town's way too small. Okay. So maybe we can get a lead from the priest here on (laughs) point of direction. Okay. Okay, cool. So I want this in canon that Pablo was curled up by the fire. A little dog. (laughs) He's not out with the horses. He's inside. I would expect nothing less. And his little foot twitches because he's dreaming. <laughs> Make a little noise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what Tyrannosaurus, I mean, Triceratops sounded like? I mean, last I heard. Sure, yes. sure. Yeah. The big belly go way up and down like in Jurassic Park. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think we'll, we're, we'll take the case. So, what do we have to do? All right. Well, I... I appreciate you looking into this for us, and just to to make sure you know that I I mean what I say about paying you. Here, here is the fifteen hundred for looking into the case first, and I will have two of my my crows lead you to the slipper market. Did anyone else hear him say Mike Rose? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, he is a crow named Mike Rose. Are we all set? Yes. 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 Excellent. Well, Mike. Rose, will you <laughs> escort these fabulous heroes to the uh, slipper market so that they may investigate? All right, so uh, Mike and Rose lead you to the slipper market where you find what looks like it would have been a very bustling marketplace is now in a complete state of disorder. There are uh, crows dozens of them kind of milling around looking at the area. Uh, there's a part of the street that has been roped off. Um, one of the guards lifts a a soaking and dripping rope barrier to let you guys through and indicates that both the the market here and part of a gentleman named Terrig's home has been partially ruined. You see looking out from one of the windows at this this building, this wide-eyed man just is watching everything going on. And he looks down at you and says, Ah! You there! I, 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 I have news for you. Wait for me. I, I, I will be there in just a moment. And we'll see you next week. Oh! <laughs> I mean, who is he talking to? Was he talking to, like, us or Mike or Rose? Who was he talking to? I don't know. Who was he talking to? We'll find out next week.